This message comes from NPR sponsor LiveRight, publishers of Left for Dead. Shipwreck, treachery, and survival at the edge of the world by Eric J. Dolan. The true story of five castaways abandoned on the Falkland Islands during the War of 1812. Available wherever books are sold. Today on State of the World, the phone line connecting Gazans to West Bank first responders. Thanks for listening to State of the World from NPR. We bring you the day's most vital international stories, up close where they are happening. It's Friday, February 2nd. I'm Christine Arismeth. Gaza's health system is collapsing under the weight of nearly four months of war. Paramedics are struggling to reach survivors, and hospitals are under attack. NPR's Aya Batrawi visited a call center in the occupied West Bank, where emergency responders are doing their best to assist Gazans in need over the phone. And a caution, this story contains scenes of fighting in Gaza, which some may find upsetting. In the Palestinian Red Crescent's headquarters in the West Bank city of Ramallah, you can hear the voices of Gaza's first responders more than 60 miles away, crackling over radio waves in real time as they speak to one another. I'm in Dir al-Balah on Salah Road, the man says. I'm trying to reach the car that was hit, he says, before his voice cuts. The calls for help are heard in a spacious office in Ramallah where emergency dispatchers wearing the Red Crescent's signature red uniform answer 101 calls, the equivalent of 911. Gaza's 911 system is down, but sometimes they reach dispatchers here in Ramallah, like this call on December 23rd. The woman on the line is in the Jabalia refugee camp in northern Gaza. She's with another woman in active labor with no way of reaching a hospital. The Ramallah dispatcher connects the caller with a Palestinian doctor in the West Bank city of Hebron or Khalil. The doctor says, dry the baby. It doesn't matter what the cloth is. Dry him with that cloth and then wrap him in another. Try to keep him warm. The doctor checks. Can you hear me? The caller responds yes. And the doctor continues. Keep patting him until he coughs. The Red Crescent shared this recording with NPR. A call that overcame physical Israeli security barriers and the territory that separates the Gaza Strip from the West Bank. Nibal Farsakh is the spokesperson for the Palestinian Red Crescent. She spends her days trying to reach colleagues in Gaza, where phone lines and internet are often down. It is extremely hard because it makes me feel constant fear and panic. Like, I'm not sure regarding their safety, if something bad happened to them. During our conversation, her phone rings. It's Amra Ali, a colleague and media officer in Gaza she hasn't heard from in days. He tells her he's still in Khan Yunus, the site of intense fighting now between Israeli forces and Hamas. Ali tells her it's been difficult to reach the Red Crescent's Al-Amal Hospital in the city, where thousands of people are sheltering and hundreds of patients are inside. She hands me the phone to speak with him. I ask him about the situation in Khan Yunis. Israeli troops have encircled the city. Israel suspects hostages taken in the October 7th Hamas attacks might be held in tunnels there. Ali uses this moment with a foreign reporter to talk about the struggle to survive. He says there's no electricity and his apartment has no running water. There are no safe routes out of Khan Yunis, he says. He says, 
He tells me two of his cousins and their 85-year-old grandfather were killed days earlier from an Israeli airstrike on their building in Khan Yunis. They had no connection to any militants, Ali says. He also wants me to know that he has seen children, babies, who've had their legs amputated because of airstrikes. In Ramallah, Farsakh collects these first-hand accounts to share with the world. Since the beginning of the war on Gaza, our teams have been working on the ground tirelessly, trying to save people's lives. They evacuate the wounded and those who have been killed by the continuous bombardments. Farsakh says several people, including a newborn baby, have been killed in recent days at the El Amal hospital complex. And 11 Red Crescent workers have been killed in Gaza throughout the war. 11 in total. Eight of them were on duty, were working as paramedics, trying to save people's life at the moment where they were targeting. Although our ambulances have very clearly the Red Crescent uh, emblem. Israel says Hamas militants have used hospitals and ambulances as cover. The Red Crescent's two hospitals in Gaza are no longer functioning, like most of Gaza's hospitals. But the aid group continues to respond to emergencies in Gaza, like this call the Red Crescent shared online. A 15-year-old girl pleads for help. She can see tanks. Shots are fired. The Red Crescent says she's killed, along with three other children and two adults in the car. But there was one survivor, a six-year-old girl. Dispatchers in Ramallah stayed on the line with her for hours, connecting her with a specialist in psychological support. An ambulance was sent to rescue the girl. The outcome of that rescue effort in Gaza City isn't known. But Palestinian Red Crescent staff in the West Bank ensure her story is. Aya Batrawi, NPR News, Ramallah and the occupied West Bank. That's the state of the world from NPR. For more coverage of all sides of this conflict, go to npr.org slash Updates. Thanks for listening, and see you again soon. It's a high-stakes election year, so it's not enough to just follow along. You need to understand what's happening so you are fully informed come November. Every weekday on the NPR Politics Podcast, our political reporters break down important stories and backstories from the campaign trail so you understand why it matters to you. Listen to the NPR Politics Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com slash NPR.